This episode of the Screen Tripper podcast was first broadcast on February 10th, 2017. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Screen Tripper. I am your host, Cass Amluch, and I am the film and TV editor of Culture Trip. I am joined today by our other resident film expert, India Doyle. India, big fan of the movies, seen so many of the films coming up at this weekend's BAFTAs, which I'm attending actually. Why are you not there? Uh, I am there in spirit. Oh, thank you, kindly. So it's going to be one of the coldest days of the year. Apparently it's going to snow. What are you going to wear? <laughs> what am I going to wear? That's a good question. What am I wearing? Puffer jacket. Yeah, I, it, they do say you should wear black tie, but even on the red what, carpet. Underneath your coat? Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, they, they shoes, definitely no trainers, no jeans. You have to look smart on the red carpet. You do have to look smart on the red carpet. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to be tweeting live so you can check it all out on Culture Trip. Uh, the big film out this week is Fifty Shades Darker. Which I haven't seen yet. I'm going to watch it on this weekend as well. But uh, we've got a review on the site from our New York editor, Graham Fuller. So you can check it out on culturetrip.com. But first of all, let's talk about the BAFTAs. Uh, you've had a look at some of the nominees. And you're going to do something a little bit different uh, talking us through them. So why don't you tell us about the leading actor category, first of all? Right. OK, so as a caveat, uh, I haven't seen any of the films apart from La La Land. Right. <laughs> Which we've talked about a fair bit. Which we've talked about a lot. So uh, this is going to be a stylish analysis of who should win lead actor based solely on the pictures that I've seen. Right. From the films or of them in general? Uh, From the films. Oh, okay. Interesting take. Okay, taking away Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. He's wearing a lot of khaki, probably because it's a military film. Yeah. But khaki, big on the Maharashi Autumn Winter 17 catwalk. Very cool brand. Right. So I'm thinking Garfield is a strong contender for the look because, you know, camo pockets, big oversized shirts, that's trending right now. The problem is everyone else is also wearing the uniform in the film. Not a very distinctive look for him in this film. So we're going to leave him there. Okay. He's, he's a contender, but he's not... He's a not... contender, but we're not, like, entirely convinced. Okay. It. So Hacksaw Ridge is the Mel Gibson-directed film, a uh, war movie. He plays a... Andrew Garfield plays a pacifist who's dragged into the war, and he has to um, save his fellow comrades uh, in battle. So it's interesting to see how a pacifist does that. It sounds very, very good. Uh, yeah. And I, I was saying before, Andrew Garfield is known for his hair, mm. which is always stylish. Do you think he's actually quite stylish apart from his hair in general? No, I think he uh, is quite a normal, a normal looking guy. Right. Uh, But in this film, he brings something different. Excellent. Okay. well, okay. so that's Hacksaw Ridge, Andrew Garfield in that. Who else is a contender? Right. Okay. so next one, another film I haven't seen, uh, which I would actually (laughs) would really like to see. Manchester by the Sea and Casey Affleck, the brooding uh, younger, younger. Yeah, he is a younger Affleck brother. Yes. Um, so he is playing your average Joe from what I can work out because that's what his kind of, um, his style suggests. Mm -hmm. However, Vetements, which is the hottest brand at the moment. What what is that? What is that? It's like a French, uh, very trendy fashion label. Okay. Who are the kind of provocateurs of the fashion scene at the moment. (laughs) Okay. Um, they basically are bringing back Normcore, which I don't know if you remember, was very big in kind of 2013. It's about that. wearing very regular clothes. So I read an article that argued that uh, actually Normcore is back in quite a big way because they showed all these oversized jackets, just, you know, very boring clothes, basically mm-hmm. jeans, T-shirts, jackets, um, which is what Casey Affleck wears. So an argument is he's actually the most stylish of all of them for not being stylish at all. 
I'm kind of convinced by this argument. <laughs> so Casey Affleck at the moment, in the film he's got short hair, clean shaven. At the moment he's got a big bushy beard very and big. very long hair. Is that uh, for a new role? It is... must be, I'm assuming. I'm not sure which role it would be for, but I, I'm assuming he loves to get into character, so I'm guessing it is for a, for a future project. Right. Uh, you interviewed him? Uh, we interviewed him on the show. We interviewed him uh, about the film as well. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very nice. He's very softly spoken. I think the more kind of demure look suits him rather than to do the whole flashy Hollywood thing. He's definitely not Ben Affleck. He's right. be- so he doesn't go for that kind of style. Um, but it suits him, I think. Yeah, I think he pulls it off. Um, also, Manchester by the Sea, I should point out, is, um, is, is meant to be... It's a place in Massachusetts and it's quite cold. It's obviously on the seafront. So I'm guessing a lot of the outfits are fitting for that environment. I mean... Yes, definitely. Kind of cool sailor coats, like a peacoat he's got quite a lot in the, in the film. Peacoat's good. There I you believe go. you're wearing a peacoat, you know, quite regularly, that yep. red one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so that's very stylish. Okay. Next one we've got should be uh, the main contender, but for some reasons it's not. Uh, Tom, Phil or Tom Ford's Nocturnal Animals. Right. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, nominated for leading actor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look that good in it, from what I can see. So he plays... Well, I'll give you a bit of background. So he plays uh, the ex of Amy Adams, who stars in the film. And he appears via a series of flashbacks and also in uh, sequences where she's reading a book that he's written and she imagines him in that role. So it's kind of her vision of him. So if he doesn't look that good, it's kind of the way she remembers him not being kind of the most stylish guy because she's moved on. She now works as a... Uh, she worked in an art gallery and she's very stylish. She she looks amazing throughout the whole film. Her memories of him when they were poor, when they were students, aren't quite up to what she looks like now. So I think it's fitting for the role. And given that it's a Tom Ford film, that's quite weird. Right, yeah, because he, I mean, the, the images I've seen is him wearing a red plaid shirt and kind of baggy chinos, mm. but not in a kind of cool, oversized way, just in a badly fitting way um, and a little bit chubby. Right, yeah, he is slightly overweight. Not that that's, I mean, obviously, whatever, be, be whatever size you want. <laughs> Body but like, shaming. But just <laughs> for Tom Ford, who's famous for his very chiseled men and kind of single man being one of the most stylish films I've ever seen, mm. this was this seemed as though it was a departure. There's also a lot of contention around uh, his depiction of women in the film. Um, big articles saying that he glamorised rape, so... For that reason, I don't feel that inclined to give the nomination. Okay. I, I should, in, in defense of Nocturnal Animals, I think it's a really good film. I think, uh, and we're going to talk about Amy Adams later on for one of her other roles. I think she's really good in this as well. Probably better in this than she is in the other film, but we will discuss that in a moment. Uh, who else is in the running? Ryan Gosling, La La Land. Um, Surely he's won it. Ryan Gosling is probably the most stylish man alive. Well, I don't know. So Mary Zofrez did the costumes for it and they are very kind of old school Hollywood, Fred Astaire, tap dancing shoes, um, a lot of brown three-piece suits, very 70s. I kind of feel like it's been done. Right. So I thought it looked brilliant, but I also didn't feel like it was anything astoundingly new. Mm -hmm. Um, And in terms of the style factor on what's on the catwalk at the moment, it didn't really step up its game. I mean, obviously... It wasn't trying to. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, so you've seen this film. Yeah, that's the only film I've Does seen. Does <laughs> the outfit, do the outfits suit Ryan Gosling? I mean, I, I guess he'd kind of look good in a brown paper bag anyway, but... I think he definitely, I think he pulls them off. Right. Especially in that one where he's playing the piano in the kind of opening scene where Emma Stone sees him for the mm-hmm. first time. 
Yeah. I what mean, about he the 80s look man. that he has when he does uh, the tribute The red band. jumpsuit, I forgot about that. That is more stylish. That's quite Versace. So the 80s are back? Are they? 80s, 100% back. Oh, right, okay. See, like, I'm radio picking wardrobe. up <laughs> Right, so go back to, not radio parents' wardrobe. Well. Well, no, okay. Yeah, No, they wore stuff in the 80s. Yes, that's right. Oh, you're saying I'm old I'm enough saying to you're be. Really yeah, old, okay, yeah. that's kind of true as well. <laughs> Shh, cut that out. All right, okay. <laughs> Who's the last person? Okay, last but not least, Viggo Mortensen. Yes, is that, is that... that is how you say Viggo Mortensen's name, exactly as it's written. I haven't had enough copied. Um, a hundred percent one in the style categories. That red suit he wears is absolutely fantastic. It's so on trend, so Gucci. And I just think he's fabulous. So, so he plays a father in um, Captain Fantastic, mm-hmm. and he is—he's uh, taking his family off the grid. So they don't go by any of the normal rules of what's stylish or what's fashionable. They don't have access to magazines or anything like that. They're going completely by, I guess, what he would have left uh, general society with. Right. And he's still wearing those kind of clothes, and just he doesn't really care about what he's wearing. Um, and I guess that carefree, don't give a damn attitude reflects in a positive way in terms yeah, of what he's wearing definitely and I think you know fashion is very secular so it always comes back um, and and Gucci has just like gone massive on these like uh, block colour suits floral shirts all the kind of look that Vigo has and he just looks fantastic so so this is very 70s though and you just said that 80s are in as well I'm confused where do I go well you kind of just decide which decade you want to do and stick with it but the 70s have been around for a while and they've transitioned from kind of the muted colours like brown um, to these bright block colours um, whereas 80s haven't really been around before and are now back so we'll see various embodiments of the 80s probably over the next couple of seasons Okay, as so, we have with the 70s so we're going to move on to the ladies in a moment I'm just going to bring everyone's attention to some of the trailers that were launched during the Super Bowl which is the big thing that happened over the weekend uh, the main one and I'm glad you mentioned the 80s is Stranger Things 2 uh, very much set in the 80s um, and the kids are wearing Ghostbusters outfits as well. Do you think you could get away with wearing a Ghostbusters onesie in general public? I think anything goes now. Oh, yes. Great. <laughs> I can bring that back. All right. So we're going to take a listen to that and we're going to have a listen to some of the other trailers that are out at the moment. And then we'll be back with India to talk about the leading actresses at the BAFTAs. <laughs> So that was a trailer for Stranger Things 2. Not much is known about the series so far. Uh, it just We just know that it returns on October the 31st, which is, of course, Halloween. So we're really excited about that. The 80s vibes are back. And also bringing back the 80s, there was a trailer shown for Transformers The Last Night, which is set to be the last Transformers film by Michael Bay. We're not sure about that. He said that before. But here's what the film looks like. 100 billion trillion planets in the cosmos. to know don't you why they keep coming here also up if you can believe it it's the eighth fast and furious film it's called the fate of the furious uh, or that's one of the titles it's going by it's also going by a great number of other titles joining the cast this time uh is Charlize theron who starred as furiosa in mad max fury road and i think she's going to be bringing that vibe back she plays the villain in this movie and the rest of the cast are back as well you know what I like about you, Dom? You're a genuine outlaw. But you're a family. The hell of a job, brother. When we get back to the base, beer's on me. 
is about to go up against the only thing they can't handle. You. So next up is the one I'm most excited about. It's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana and the whole cast back again one more time. Um, the first film was an unexpected hit. This one has got a lot more riding on it, but I think it's going to be just as good. Does anybody have any tape out there? I want to put some tape over the death button. Nobody has any tape. Not a single person has tape. You have an atomic bomb in your bag. If anybody's going to have tape, it's you. I have to do everything. You are wasting a lot of time. <laughs> That's a really bad sign. Okay, back here with India Doyle, now talking about the leading actresses at the BAFTAs. India won't be there, obviously, but I'm going to tell you who's going to be there. I'll, I'll probably tweet you live from the red carpet and Please let you know. Me, yeah. I will at you. I will at you from the main account as well, actually, now, uh, as well as my own account. Uh, you can follow India Doyle. What's your Twitter account? I.R. Doyle. I.R. Doyle. What's the R stand for? Rhoda. <laughs> I never knew that. See? I'm not sure what that disclosed. <laughs> it's out there in the open now. And you can follow me at Kassam Luch. But leading actresses, India, take it away. Okay, uh, so as we discussed earlier, I haven't seen any of these films. So Amy Adams, uh, nominated for leading actress in Arrival. She goes into space. So it's basically about uh, spaceships land on Earth uh without anyone knowing what they're here for what their intentions are and she plays a language expert who is trying to decipher what their messages are that they're sending uh and they go so there is a scene i don't want to spoil anything she doesn't go into outer space but she goes into a different kind of environment so yeah and she she does have a, a spacesuit on though so i'm guessing that's where you were heading right well so the two kind of main images i've seen one is that she's wearing a khaki which as i mentioned earlier is a very good shade for the season um puffer jacket and we saw some fantastic khaki puffer trousers at Copenhagen Fashion Week so I think her kind of translation of that definitely gives her some serious style points the other thing is that yeah the spacesuit uh, very kind of like Charles Jeffries avant-garde totally impractical for real life but also you know you kind of should because it's fashion as art um, so I think she's quite a strong contender here okay. in a kind of surreal dislocated style way right in my mind of course there is a double whammy because she she was in nocturnal animals and yeah. she's very very stylish in that maybe too manicured in some ways it's very tom ford high-end fashion yeah i mean his look is is very kind of manicured to the point of of almost uh what's the word i want to say surreal again but okay. not in the kind of in this real way I was just talking about. Yeah, it feels very cold in yeah. some ways. It's very distant. It's quite hard to break Unhuman, down that look. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone looks picture perfect right. in every single scene and, every, you know, everyone's got their makeup completely perfect in a yeah. way that you don't imagine anyone having in real life. Right. Apart from a, a kind of fabled few. Who... A few, yeah, who I'm guessing we'll mention a couple of those coming up. So who else is in the running? So we've got Emily Blunt, Girl on the Train. Uh... What did you think of that film? Now, that is interesting. I'm glad you mentioned Emily Blunt because in, in the books, the character is meant to be very, very dowdy, um, described as overweight in the books. Uh, she's uh, also an alcoholic, so she's obviously got some of the things that come with that. Uh, and, and the fashion is meant to reflect that. So she, she doesn't wear any outrageous outfit. She kind of blends into the background. Very hard to notice. She would be your average girl on the train, essentially. Uh, what do you think of that look in the film? Right, so that's kind of what I pulled out, is that she is wearing... Some sort of fashiony sky blue coat at one point, but mainly she's wearing 
oversized grey baggy coat, kind of ugly pashminas, baggy handbags. Like, she's not going for the high fashion thing. And I tried to analyse it in a sort of post-ironic, Fetamont, again, way, because they brought back DC Couture, and I was like, maybe it's ironic. Yeah. But I think because of the premise of the film, actually, it's very difficult to twist that into anything. Right. Especially I mean, if she came out of it, if you took anything away from it that she was stylish, then they haven't done their job. But what you're saying is that they have done their job yeah, with the I'm way they portrayed they the character. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, also, but I will say, Emily Blunt, very stylish on the red carpet, though. Very stylish. Always. She's on a point. stylish lady. And in Devil Wears Prada, she was absolutely phenomenal and looked amazing. So, yeah. I mean, she can definitely... Did we talk about they're doing the a musical of that? Have we mentioned that? We have not mentioned that. How, what are your thoughts? Uh, very, very excited. It's probably my favourite film of all time. Is there a follow-up book to it, or is it just purely based on... I have never read the books. Interesting. I know, okay. I should. Well, yeah. Well, the musical is apparently planned. Should be soon along the way. Nothing confirmed yet, um, but you're excited. I expect it to be fabulous. Okay. Yes. If they can get back, obviously, Meryl Streep or anyone from, from the film itself, that would be amazing. Can you imagine? Yeah. Stanley Tucci as well. Oh, such a legend. All right, go on. Who else is in? Um, well, speaking of Meryl Streep, she is nominated for her role in Florence Foster Jenkins. Oh, no. Um, again, haven't seen it. I have seen the costumes. Um, a lot of kind of frilly romantic dresses, uh, a lot of peach, a lot of pale pink, a lot of silk, a lot of chiffon. Um Kind of Simone Rocker vibes, a bit Molly Goddard. We are seeing these kind of things on the catwalk. Yeah. Um, just words to me, just words. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they're particularly stylish, I think. Right. But even though they're very theatrical. Yeah, which, um, is, which is the point. She yeah. plays a stage singer who is awful at singing. Yeah. And that's the hook of the film. Um, and her kind of outrageous, outgoing personality is reflected in the costumes and her bad singing. So, I mean, I was kind of like to see the film to be able to analyse these costumes in a bit more detail, okay. to see if they're beautifully put together or if they're just actually kind of ugly and, and a joke. Right. Um, so I say she's kind of up there, but she's not, you know, she, there's no massive statements being made mm-hmm. here and she's not specifically on trend for this season. Okay. But not a bad style rating. Um, then we have Emma Stone nominated for La La Land. It's the yellow dress. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Now, I had an interesting conversation with someone about this who said that all of her costumes pretty much are ill-fitting and don't suit her. Do you agree with that? I think there's a lot of strong colour blocking um, that is slightly jarring. I think that's the point. I think, yeah, the point... I think the costume, as you mentioned, the costume designer said that the point is that these are costumes not bought off a high-end fashion rail mm. somewhere. They are just bought from essentially a thrift shop or where she would have right. been, where the character would have been able to buy these outfits... And they're not completely tight-fitting or, you know, completely on point. Yeah. But they are the sort of thing that you could buy and try and wear. And maybe if you've got a sense of style yourself, you could get away with. I mean, I think it goes back to what we were talking about a couple of uh, episodes ago about how the whole point of La La Land is that it's creating this fantasy. But actually, the reality is that uh, they also show the reality of how that fantasy isn't possible. So things like it being ill-fitting, I presume, is probably an intentional um mismatch as well mm. that it's it kind of looks fantastic and then when you look closer up you can see the the kind of bolts and screws around it and it doesn't actually look as good as it's meant to excellent okay and finally who is the last one you've dropped your paper i'm wondering if you can guess it now i'm hiding it who is the last person the final on the one is natalie portman oh well done. jackie um this would be my winner yeah 100 percent. oh no, really oh, okay we are in agreement yeah. okay go on what is so i mean so she obviously plays jackie onassis in this film yeah uh, in the immediate aftermath of the assassination of JFK. Yeah. 
but we also see her in flashbacks to earlier on in the in their relationship, earlier on in life, when happier times, I guess. But she has always been described as one of the most fashionable women who's ever existed. Uh, do you find Jackie Onassis as being particularly fashionable? Um, I think she wore a two-piece suit incredibly well. I think she had a kind of just understated elegance that every woman kind of wants to emulate. Mm-hmm. And the pink suit is just, yeah, it's wholly iconic. Um, it's such a bold look, especially for the time that she was wearing it in and now translated onto the screen. It's pink. Pink is the colour of the year. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and how does that... I mean, so does that look suit Natalie Portman? Cause, uh... Yeah, I think she wears it very well. I mean, again, <laughs> I haven't seen the film, so I don't know, but in the trailer, yeah. it looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, she ha- she does have something of a physical resemblance anyway to yeah. Jackie O. And then there is, of course, the fact that she herself is very stylish and right. fashionable. So I guess the two marry really well together. Yeah think so yeah and i think uh so she is one of the favorites to win the awards we're going to find out who actually wins the awards on sunday uh and uh you can tell us what you think of what they wear on the red carpet yes, as well stay tuned for that yeah i'm sure you're gonna write about it i guess oh 100 <laughs> percent. and have we persuaded you you're doing an all-nighter at the oscars aren't you no confirmed. no it's confirmed <laughs> india's gonna be doing an all-nighter at the oscars covering it live that's if anyone's listening if the bosses are listening india's just said yes she's gonna do it live blogging throughout from I think it starts at one in the morning until five, so uh, that's great. And then you can just carry on straight through and do the rest of the day in the office. Just call it be a really long Monday, yeah. yeah, like a normal Monday. I'm committed journalist, so of course, of course. But so yeah, Oscars end of the month, BAFTAs this weekend. Busy week, busy month for you. Busy, busy month for all of us. I yes. think India Doyle. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. That's it for this week's show. Uh, we, we played out some of the trailers from the Super Bowl. If you uh, if you want to see them, we've got some of them on the site. So make sure you check out CodStrip.com. Also. Don't forget you can download the show from iTunes and you can subscribe on there as well. And we'll be back next week.